world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from Red Pill Project sent you. Once again, it's June 30th, 2022. Welcome, everybody, to everybody's favorite new show, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. Uh, we are live with you every day, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Kevin has the zoomies. He's absolutely just ravaging through my entire room. He should lay down here in a second. He knows we're live. He knows we're live every day, 8.30 a.m., Kevin. Come on. He wants to be a program. star. Come on. Get with the program. <laughs> Uh, make sure you guys get your coffees, your beverages, everything. It's time to wake up. It's a beautiful day to be alive. The world is not stopping turning, and we're going to talk about all the news and events of the day to get started. And, of course, we'll deal with what we have to during the day. But tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Joshua Reed will be live on the Daily Dose with the Red Pill Project to go over the unfolding global conspiracy and communism coming to America. All of the things we are seeing unfold before us and more. Josh has a way of really digging in and seeing beyond the veil a little better than the average Joe, I think. He is smarter than the average bear is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So we can't wait for tonight. We'll get to see Josh once again. Well, he's over there in commie-controlled New York. But until then, we've got coffee to get in our bellies. 
and some news to go over. Andrea, of course, is joining me from across the interwebs as usual. She is my partner in truth, the red pill dealer of uh, the century. <laughs> <laughs> I just sound like a drug mule, but hey, you know, it's all right. <laughs> How you doing? I am pretty good. I am a little frosty this morning. I uh, will be honest. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I didn't get enough sleep and yeah. So I opened my my news and I just I you have one of those mornings where you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, this is how this day is going to start. <laughs> and then I remember that I live in the good old U.S. of A. And that while we're celebrating our independence, you know, here shortly, we're losing it at the same time. So, yeah, well, let's let off some steam. Let's do it. Um, yeah, we're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic you are absolutely correct and thanks for joining us fau 79 over there on pilled foxhole of course we have our uh, red pill family over there on um rumble please hit those plus signs over there on rumble we greatly appreciate it good morning to you over there in the chat as well uh d live good morning to you all as well grandma revolt patriotic pisces cindy alley uh thank you for joining us this morning roxy good morning enjoy your pancakes tell bubba i said hello grits yes he's so cute he's probably getting so big now i haven't seen him in forever so i hear hear his little cheeks a pinch and kiss for me because i I love babies i hear he's talking up a storm nowadays oh i bet just wait until he's 10 And and you get you know informed that your you know your child punched somebody and oh. you're like why didn't I hear about this until now and they're like well because I you didn't need to I dealt with it oh, wow. <laughs> <What a character. laughs> like I I love being a mom <laughs> Uh-oh. that's why uh, yeah it's fun times yeah so we have a few things to uh, talk about for sure most definitely. Of course, we're going to start with a little bit of finance, everybody's favorite topic. Uh, if you're like me, you love finance stuff and you understand the weird foreign language of the financial uh, world. At I least have a, a, little bit. a rudimentary understanding of it. I do find it fascinating because like, money is the, the thing that makes the world go round, right? And um, value could be found in just about anything, but we seem to have placed it in these little paper paper rectangles and little metal coins that are losing value by the day so yeah it's a little bit shaky today but it looks pretty ugly but you know what if we would just make minimum wage a million dollars per hour we would all be right, then it would be everything fine. would be fine we'd all be millionaires it would all be great right. come on well, hello exactly right this i mean 15 dollars an hour isn't enough it should at least be double that <laughs> Let's make it 30, and then everybody will be living twice as well. (laughs) That's how things work, right? I wish. Yeah. This is what happens when you stop teaching economics, like real economics, in school. Yeah. And then you tell everybody that math is racist, so they can't do it. (laughs) Right. Oh, lordy. Uh, Um, I don't want to say Josh was right, but Josh was pretty right so we'll look at this chart in a second but the s&p 500 is down 1.14 percent dow 30 down 1.17 percent nasdaq down 1.42 percent oh lots of red crude oil's taking a dip 105 dollars 
gold. 1807 Unbelievable. Silver, $20.19. These are really interesting levels. If uh, gold drops below 1800 and silver drops below 20 I think that's a pretty key level there of a lowness yeah. that is pretty astonishing in my opinion. And look at Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. 19138 It's just absolutely ravaged down. I think I remember... I think I remember Josh saying that if it breaks below the 20 mark, that it's headed towards 17. So mm -hmm. is he right? I know it was, it is up just a hair from when I checked it earlier um, because it was down at like 18,000 this morning. So it's went back up a little bit this morning. But um, yeah, so mm -hmm. a, high, a high point, a key level, we're actually there right now. Back in, uh, oh, let me give you guys a better look at this. Let's look at the long-term chart here. So this is basically where we're at, 19,162 on Bitcoin. It's hitting that peak back from 2018. Yep. This is what they would call an area of support. It'll either bounce off of that. If it passes that, we're spooked, and it's going to go look for a new support like down here at 11 or 12, or like yeah. Josh said, in between here somewhere. Yeah. So this is a pretty intense position, nineteen thousand. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we'll see what happens. It's I think that there's a potential for it to absolutely Tank. rebound and be an intense price in the future, though. Um, that's just me. oh yes. I think once we get through all of this crap, um, I I think what's happening, and this is just my opinion, and I don't know a whole lot about it. Josh is obviously a lot more knowledgeable. But I think we could see it down around that ten or eleven thousand dollar mark, honestly. Oh, especially uh, if things really, really collapse. If the bottom just drops out of everything, I think that's where you're gonna be. Um, but I do think that once it rebounds, I think it's gonna skyrocket. You know, I think that a lot of your cryptocurrencies, some of them, I, I think that whatever is happening in these markets is going to be the death of some cryptocurrencies. Oh, it's, we've already seen um, a massive drop off of all the scam shit coins. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you have a if you're invested in crypto and your crypto portfolio is very well diversified in multiple different types of technologies and stuff, you should be fine. Because really, all you need is one to just skyrocket to make you extremely wealthy. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see what diversify your. Uh, and if you're interested in learning more about the crypto industry and buying all of this stuff while it's hot on sale, um, I definitely recommend joining the crypto mastermind that Josh has. Um, he's very knowledgeable. All of the videos are in the course. Um, so you can go back and watch right from the very beginning and stuff. And Josh oh, yeah. is really good at answering any questions and explaining this in a straightforward manner that really helps newbies understand josh doesn't beat around the bush i'll tell you that right no now. he doesn't <laughs> i think we all know this. <laughs> exactly so you know if you're interested in that you know reach out to vince or i or josh or any of us and we can always get you pointed in the right direction and get you set up in that class and stuff um, yeah everything for that you could reach us also at www.socialredpill.com that is our private social network where everything lives. So make it over there and uh, ask around. You can send us direct messages and we'll mm -hmm. get you there. It's a great opportunity to collaborate with Josh, who is a fantastic mentor. A lot of great feedback from the crypto crew over there. So 
you guys uh, don't be a victim during these disastrous commie times. I mean, we gotta it, position ourselves for success. We're we're badasses. It's not about just getting through this collapse. It's about coming out on top. For sure. Yeah, let's do more than just survive and get by. Um, let's look at the S&P 500 chart real quick, and this is what I mean. Let's look at the year-to-date, so from from January till now. Look at that. It's kind of like it goes down, 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 up, up, down, 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 up, 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 down, 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 up, up, down, 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 down. Like, kind of like, who said this? Was it Josh? Josh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes... Steady trend, down, down, down. Down. It goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down even further and then it goes back up a little bit and then it goes down even further and every time it goes down it goes down a little bit further than it did before because it doesn't ever go back up to where it was yeah so ever since josh started saying that that's what we've seen it's just a um scary trend with the things josh says (laughs) right (laughs) i'm like josh don't say anything too crazy because stop talking (laughs) (laughs) making it worse (laughs) say something i'm like Josh, say something super positive so we can see some changes. It's like, um, what's causing this? I'm getting suspicious, Josh. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christopher Schaefer says, manure. It's all manure. It really is. We're just, it's a giant pile of shit out there, and we're all just slugging through it. <laughs> oh, we've got a donation coming through over there on Foxhole. Ponlo Picasso gifted a Ooh. cookie. Thank you so much. With the message, uh, Jovan Pulitzer on Patel last night was pretty big, but Patel's started... show isn't nearly as good as Red Pill Project. All right. Oh, yeah, I haven't not. watched it yet, but thank you so I much. started watching it, and then I started dozing off, and I was like, oh, I should probably just do this tomorrow. <laughs> so. Yeah, Man, we are so busy, especially yesterday for me. I was just absolutely swamped. And uh, yeah. so all these extra shows and stuff, um, mm-hmm. I don't have usually a lot of time to go watch them. But, you know, I love to hear all about it. And if anybody wants to just summarize, like, hey, here's the most important moment is when they said this. That helps me so much and saves me so much time. Um, Producing shows is time consuming and I don't have time to go watch shows. I just mostly do reading of the source material. (laughs) I gather, you know, a lot of what people talk about. But, man, watching shows is so difficult. I love it, but. I wish yeah. I had more time in the day. That's the problem. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. All right. Let's get through this. We have a couple stories here. That's it. And we'll move on to the to the thick of the show. But first, stocks rocked by recession fears as bonds rally markets wrap. They're just talking about how terrible the market's doing. And people are waking up to the fact that... Um, U.S. consumer spending fell for the first time this year, suggesting an economy on somewhat weaker footing than previously previously thought amid rapid inflation and Federal Reserve hikes, a view that central banks need to act fast because they misjudged inflation. Uh, the, they misjudged inflation and it has roiled markets. With traders ramping up bets, the economy will buckle. Household sentiment is at a record low and the labor market while still re- robust, is showing some early signs of softening. Yeah, they misjudged it. Bullshit. They're just pushing the <laughs> bullshit narrative that they're told. They didn't misjudge shit. They're garbage. Oh, the financial reporters are liars. Yeah, you're right. The science re- people are liars. 
the political uh, journalists are a lot time a lot of times corrupt and liars mockingbird propaganda it's across the board so this oh we misjudged yeah what else did they misjudge let's look at science oh yeah that the jab's killing everybody including children oh what a terrible misjudgment bullshit the data's there there's no misjudgment when an average joe like me or an average jane like andrea could pull up this data and tell you what's going on months before they realize their misjudgment it's clearly not a misjudgment this is cynical it's gross it's fake and we need to change this is not how we could live in the long term so it will change people are waking the heck up rant over no, you're fine. I mean, you're spot on. If we can look at it, we're just everyday citizens. You know, you would think that most people should be able to do the same. Especially but, when it's their profession and that's all they do. It's like, I specialize in the economy and that's all I report on. Oh, I made a misjudgment. Bullshit, you made a misjudgment. You're fucking fired. Get out of here. Yeah, you're lying. But that's what they've been doing. They, they get paid to lie to people. They get paid to pump the markets. they that's what they that's what they do it's not we don't have anything that is true and accurate as far as reporting goes anymore with these professions that are out there that people are relying on for information and you know decentralized media and independent journalism is a great way to fill in that gap but it's not as big as it should be and it's not as big as it could be the that and that's the unfortunate part is that the majority of Americans still get their news and information from mainstream sources. And so that's what they that's what they take in and that's what they believe. And unfortunately, we see they're kind of the results of that, you know, with the collapse of society in general. You're muted. Yes, you're absolutely right. And we also see the division and the corruption yeah. and just the absolute destabilization that we talk about so much. Ed, do you want to look at this next story? Sure. <clears throat> so, Woke Capital, how a liberal financial movement stokes fears of a surveillance state. It's like a Trojan horse of progressivism that is detrimental to our freedoms. This is a quote from Utah Treasurer Marlo Oaks. The rising influence of a woke investing movement that pressures companies to adopt left-wing political causes has policymakers and industry experts warning that the U.S. could be on a path to a Chinese model of monitoring the behavior of businesses and even individuals. The movement, called Environmental, Social, and Governance, ESG, investing, which is based on the concept that investors should use these three broad tech categories when evaluating to where to put their money, prioritizing progressive values and social responsibility, when making financial decisions. According to Utah Treasurer Marlo Oaks, one of the nation's leading voices pushing back against the movement, embracing ESG could end up restricting personal freedoms and infringing on private enterprise. Now we've talked a little bit about this in the past and I, I think most people have a fundamental or rudimentary understanding of ESG standards, but it basically is the rollout of a social credit system that tracks and collects data on individuals, companies, and government entities to assess their trustworthiness. It says, while the system is still disjointed and very much in a a work in progress, people and entities can be rewarded or punished based on certain behavior. Um, Last month, the president of Alibaba Group, a major Chinese tech company, boasted at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting about the development of an individual carbon footprint tracker 
that will be able to track where people travel, how they travel, and what they eat. It's unclear whether such technology will be incorporated into the social credit system. It's not clear. I, I mean, it is clear. It, it is clear. It, it, that, it is going to be. That's they want the thing. to, but I ain't participating yeah. in that shitty system. I don't care if I have to live this weird Robin Hood life. Um, right, exactly. And Oaks isn't, it says Oaks isn't alone in expressing fear that ESG could put the U.S. on the road to greater authoritarianism. So the really scary part about this is it says many investors now use ESG as a rating system to measure a company's advancement of policies designed to address climate change, increase corporate board diversity, and support a progressive social justice agenda, among other initiatives. ESG advocates seek to radically reduce carbon emissions and invest in renewable energy, hoping ultimately to eliminate fossil fuels. ESG has become increasingly influential in recent years as in recent years, and now enjoys prominence as one of the most popular trends in finance. Indeed, ESG has evolved into a $35 trillion industry, mm -hmm. with that much in global assets being invested using ESG principles. By 2025, global ESG assets are expected to exceed $53 trillion, wow. representing more than one-third of the $140.5 trillion in projected total assets under management. This is getting rolled out yeah. regardless of what we want and how much we fight because these wow. companies like Amazon and Target and Starbucks and all of these major conglomerates, Walmart, are implementing these standards and, and, everybody and setting the precedent. Exactly. Especially with and companies like Boeing, every single other aerospace company. Yep is going to have to follow suit in order to do business with them. That's how they freaking do it. That's how they've did, not done it in the past. Boeing does it, and if you're going to work with them, you need to follow their standards, blah, 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 right. which is totally corrupt and bullshit. Um, yeah. And so they're going to they're gonna try to force it on us. And the only way that we can fight back is by not putting our dollars into those kinds of systems. There, This is where I think that we have the opportunity because I, I honestly believe that they're going to push this system, regardless. Um, this is this is going it's going to happen. Like I don't think that this is avoidable. Uh, but I think it's avoidable. I think they might fail, but it, it's possible. I think they're really this is the future they but want. I, yeah, right. It is definitely what they want. Um, I think that we've got a really good opportunity though, and this is where you're going to see a parallel economy set up and. Um, you can see parallel lifestyles and stuff. So you're going to have people that buy into the system because they don't know any better. They can't afford to do anything else. They, um, they're going to be under the thumb of the government. They're tricked. And yeah. And then you're going to have people like us who are like, no, we're not putting our money there. We're going to set up our own cooperatives, right? And our, um, what are they called? Um. Where they're private membership PMAs, PMA. private membership associations nice. that, um, that <laughs> yay, um, that we can set those up and be completely separate from the system. And it's more, so you can have, a, you know, a series of doctor's clinics that are within this PMA. You pay a certain fee every month, your prices are low, 
and you know it kind of works like costco or sam's club or exactly it's like a club fee uh membership for a service and there are different legal ramifications for those types of organizations they're not held to the same um regulations that other industries are because other industries are open to the public yeah like where private membership associate you have to be a member and And so they're not open to the public it's private so i could serve whiskey at my pma because it's just and without a liquor license (laughs) yeah this kind of thing so it's really cool interesting um people are doing it uh real quick we got a donation from me brenda one diamond thank you so much brenda good morning well i don't think it's morning where you are but good day she says (laughs) hello to everybody wave smiley face thank you so much good morning uh glad definitely not morning where she is at no because <laughs> in australia they're like 16 17 hours ahead of us in fact it may actually already be friday there or almost friday <laughs> All right, well happy friday okay <laughs> um, friday here. wow so, so love yeah it. love it absolutely love it woke capital all right let's get into the u.s news the U- this is breaking news this morning, you guys. This is big. I see some of you in the chat like, report this. And here we go. Breaking. <laughs> the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled 6-3 in the case of West Virginia versus the Environmental Protections Agency that the EPA lacks broad authority to regulate carbon dioxide emissions related to climate change. Yay! Yes. I was on Twitter and someone's like, excuse me, I'm going to go burn a pile of coal in my front yard. I was like, yeah. while I celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Of course, that's just being satirical. But this is pretty big. Let's look at And it's going to also set off another round of riots from the leftists because, oh my God, you're killing us. Oh my gosh! I'd be like, well, you want to kill babies and stuff anyway, so... Are, are you guys trying to bring back plastic straws? <laughs> no, they... I always think it's funny how they have their little paper straws that I don't work those. for shit, and they're if you literally... If a paper straw, I'll, I'll leave your establishment. I don't want to do business with you. Right? But they put them in plastic because of COVID. You know, okay, because <laughs> we, can't, we can't touch things that other people touch. So we need to, co- you know, put it in a plastic sleeve. I want a, I want a real straw or... Go. I'm like, can we just go back to the plastic straws and the paper sleeves? Because that works way better than <laughs> the paper straws and the plastic sleeves. Dude. Cloud world. <laughs> I want to read a little bit of this uh, article real quick. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled 6-3 in the case of West Virginia versus the Environmental Protection Agency that the EPA lacks broad authority to regulate carbon dioxide emissions related to climate change. Uh, With conservatives in the majority, the court said that the Clean Air Act does not give the EPA broad authority to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. The court's ruling could complicate the administration's plans to combat climate change. Its proposal to regulate power plant emissions is expected by the end of the year. (laughs) <laughs> which is now <laughs> kaput, huh? What are they say? <laughs> President Joe right. Biden aims to cut the nation's greenhouse gas emissions in half by the end of the decade and to have an emission-free power sector by 2035. Power plants account for roughly 30% of carbon dioxide output. They want us to live in poverty for decades is what they want. Yeah. They want the population to be reduced. They want complete con- tyrannical control. Not going to happen. 
yeah, 2035, you'll be way out of power by then. Way out of power. Uh, way oh, yeah. out of uh, your illegal occupation. Uh, anyway, the justices heard arguments in the case on the same day that the United Nations panel report warned that the effects on climate change are about to get much worse, likely making the world sicker, hungrier, poorer, and more dangerous in the coming years. This is really interesting. You know, this is all orchestrated. They can manipulate weather. Everybody knows it. It's no secret. It's not even a conspiracy theory anymore. The facts are out there. They're manipulating weather. They're pushing it as climate change. Yes, climate changes. Climate means the change of the weather over time. So climate change means weather change change. Yes. <laughs> exactly, it does. <laughs> weather change change. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> sillies, you sillies, for lack of a better term. It's word soup <laughs> or word so, salad, I don't know. This yeah. is good. It's, it's. Bogus, don't worry, you guys. The planet's going to be fine, okay? The planet is going to be fine. The planet does what the planet has done for millions of years, and that's regulate itself just fine without yes. human influence. And I don't honestly think that yeah. it really cares too much what the humans do here. It's still going to do what it does. Yeah. Is it good, though, to keep trash out of the natural environments and away from animals and all this? Yes, of course. Of course it is. And we can improve there. We can save animals' lives and all this but oh yeah there's definitely things that we can do to improve the planet and not destroy it but killing people in the name of green energy and ruining lives and all of this and just absolutely destroying the world's economy and crashing entire nations and leveraging it against other countries for political power or economical uh uh status gain over others is an absolute disgusting thing and that's what they're doing they're taking advantage they're creating the rules so they're on top their friends are all on top playing this stupid game this is just their agenda for the new world order their green new world that is based on bogus baloney they're flying around in their jets they're on their yachts they're on their 17 properties that are all beachfront even though they say the oceans are rising get the hell out of here right baloney it is absolutely. And here's, you want to know what's funny? They talk about this green new deal. They want to make the earth more green. Let me ask you a question, Vince. What color is the earth if you look at it from space? Blue. Not green. Not green. So what are they really trying to do? I think Josh is accurate when he says that um, his theory is that they're trying to terraform the earth. Because I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. Like make it greener? Yeah, they're trying to fundamentally change it somehow to terraform it for something else, which Less is why they need all of us in. Green. I don't know. I don't know. But I do I do find it interesting that they use the word green a lot as far as being clean and, you know, but our planet is known as the blue planet. The blue marble. The blue marble in space. Interesting. Yeah. Could be. And I think if we let them keep having their way, pretty soon we'll look like the red planet next to us. <laughs> yeah, and it's really weird that climate change just happened to not be as pervasive when Trump was president. Wow, isn't that strange? It must come in waves that looks at political affiliation or something. I don't know. Right? Yeah, it does. Come on. It's beyond ridiculous. These but this groups. is what they're pushing, and this is what they want to do. They're like, climate change is real. Can't you see outside? We made a tornado. Yep. Yeah, Roxy had it right. Water, water, water. 
to keep everything is water. Watch the water. Uh -oh. Watch the water. Yeah, Roxy's on point in the chat today. Roxy. Oh, yeah, she is green as algae and pollutes the water. That is very true. You algify up all of our water and uh, our planet would turn from blue to green. That's why a still is on the top of my list for survival. The next things I need to get a still because algae. I don't want to eat algae, <clears throat> excuse me, and get sick. sick. So. Yeah. My water source gets seasonal algae, so it's no good. Um, <laughs> what happened? Okay, I just got to put this out there. This is what I woke up to this morning that I went, oh, for fuck's sakes. Ra roads are now racist. Yes, you heard that right. Roads are racist. Pete Buttigieg begins $1 billion pilot plan to ensure racial equity in roads. Racial equity in roads? Yes. Transportation know. Secretary Pete Buttigieg on Thursday will launch a $1 billion pilot plan to address what he sees as cities and neighborhoods racially segregated or divided by roads. Buttigieg has previously declared that there is racism physically built into U.S. infrastructure, promising to address it soon after taking office. Um, it says, I mean, he goes on. I, I'm not going to read this because it's just ridiculous. But um, they're currently working on this. So AP reports under Reconnecting Communities program, cities and states can now apply for federal aid over five years to rectify harm caused by roadways that were built primarily through lower income communities after the 1950s creation of the interstate highway system. The grants are being made available under President Joe Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law. Transportation, this is a quote, Transportation can connect us to jobs, services, and loved ones, but we've also seen countless cases around the country where a piece of infrastructure cuts off a neighborhood or a community because of how it was built, said Buttigieg, who was announcing the pilot program later Thursday in Birmingham, Alabama. According to AP, he described reconnecting communities as a broad department principle, not just a program, to address the issue with many efforts underway. So what are they like? This is so stupid. I so, guess we should here's, abolish roads. Right. Under the program, $195 million in competitive grants is to be awarded over the next 12 months, of which $50 million will be devoted for communities to conduct planning studies. Oh, this is Money Laundering 101. Yes. <laughs> Under the name of racial equity to redesign roads that are racist. This is how they're laundering their money through these social justice programs. Green New Deal, green energy, save the planet, um, protect the gay rights, protect the girls' bodies. I also read an article this morning, and I didn't include it in here, but I did publish it on Rentals.tv under news if anybody is interested in going and looking at it. It is talking about racial hair. Racial hair? Yes. Oh, like, they oh, actually passed, they, they passed legislation to make sure that when you hire somebody you don't racially profile them based on their hair it's called the crown act the crown act crown. okay yeah. so can like i've seen this like oh if you're a teenage white girl and you go to jamaica don't get beads in your hair it's like yeah really? yeah something like that Never you can't even. racially profile because apparently um black women have a problem getting jobs because their hair doesn't 
fit the uniform requirements. I'm not what? quite sure what that means. Like, uh, okay, I, I've never seen anybody get denied a job because of their hair. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Sounds like a you know, lots of people with all kinds of hair. My son has very curly, poofy hair. I wouldn't. I'm not going to be out to being like, make sure they don't judge you based on your hair. Yeah, <laughs> this is ridiculous. God. So they're attacking the darn roads. The hair issue. Oh, uh, Roxy says that the hair issue is a real thing. Uh, I'm not too concerned about it. I mean, I. It's I've interesting. With all I... types of different hair. Hair does not come into my opinion. Yeah, I don't. Or not. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, I guess for somebody who's maybe just straight up racist, that kind of makes sense. But I, not really. Actually, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why somebody. I guess it just doesn't make sense to me that somebody's hair. Like even I. I guess the only thing that I can see that with is like food industry, where but they have hairnets and they make them in all different well, sizes. Hairnets. That's racial discrimination. Well, if I worked in my hair is long enough that if I worked in the food industry, I'd have to wear a hairnet. <laughs> You shouldn't stand for that type of discrimination. <laughs> I would look really dumb wearing a hairnet. <laughs> you would have to wear a beard net. That's, I don't know. Well. Anyway. Um, Biden calls for filibuster exception for Senate to codify Roe. Yeah. Biden made comments from Madrid. President Biden on Thursday called for changes for, to the Senate rules to codify into law Roe versus Wade, the decades-old Supreme Court ruling that provided a constitutional right to abortion that the High Court struck down last week. Quote, I do believe we have to codify Roe versus Wade in the law, and the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that, Biden said during a speech at the NATO summit. Oh, could I just talk, stop for a second and just yep. point out how stupid it is, how stupid that comment is, Biden? You are worthless. Okay, quote, if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be we provide an exception for this, Biden continued. Jeez, Biden, you're just, they're telling him you to say really crazy shit. The filibuster effectively requires 60 Senate votes to move and pass a measure in the chamber. Right now, the chamber has 50 Democrats and 50 Republicans with Vice President Kamala Harris casting a deciding vote in the final voting. Democrat Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema have both previously voted against a filibuster carve-out. Well, this will be interesting. Uh, I'm sure Kamala is <clears throat> on her knees now, getting as many votes as she can to support their crooked, weird agenda of killing babies. Yep. They, um, yeah, they just wanted, this is just another um, example of them, you know, trying to destroy the separation of powers that our government has. There's a reason we have um, those the things branches. in place so that, we don't end up in a tyrannical government like we're currently experiencing because they've stomped all over it. And this is just another example of that, in my opinion, is, oh, we're, we're just going to end the filibuster on the things that we want, but not the things that you want. And, you know, it's definitely one-sided. Um, and it's, I would say that at this point we're, we're way past that. It, it appears to be tyranny to the, uh, it is straight up tyranny. I think they're mad. They're like, we just got our adrenochrome back and now you're taking it away from us. <laughs> maybe. Just just maybe. Um, a. Allen, <laughs> God wins, gifted the cookie. 
Thank you so much, Alan, for the cookie. We appreciate it. Good to see you this morning. Hope all is well. You guys, the unwavering support from the community is just absolutely stunning. Blows my mind. Tickles my heart. So thank you all so much for your continuous support for decentralized news. We greatly appreciate it. I'm still over here scratching my head about the hair thing. Sorry. The hair thing is... (laughs) I'm like, why would anybody care how you do your hair? Like... It doesn't seem like it should be an issue to me, but maybe this is a good thing that they passed this legislation because it's more of a thing than I thought. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. It's baloney. It's um, hogwash. I don't know. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's silly. You know, they get into everything. Yeah. Judge Katanji Brown Jackson to be sworn in Thursday to the Supreme Court after Breyer officially retires. That's right. Breyer is officially retiring today. And we will have, we will now have Ms. Um, I don't know what a woman is, but I support abortion rights for most women (laughs) as our Supreme Court justice. So, yeah, what an idiot. I would say, thank God they at least got through these cases before she, I mean, not that it would have made a difference because it still would have, I think, in my opinion, been a five to four decision instead of six to three, but it's still, you know, um, I'm glad that they got some of this stuff out of the way. Well, she'll be sworn in at noon noon today. As the newest Supreme Court Justice, she's replacing Stephen Breyer, as you said, who retires today officially. Jackson was confirmed by the Senate earlier this year. The date of her swearing-in ceremony was first reported by SCOTUS blog. And they're right. She It wouldn't replace the 6-3 to three, uh, ruling conservative majority. Because he is a... He is... Breyer is a liberal SCOTUS. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's one half dozen of the other. It's worth, uh, it's worth a mention. We're probably going to have more news in the future revolving around this silly judge. Um, congratulations, Katanji Brown. I hope, uh, you know, there's a bright future for you, you silly, silly woman. Yeah. What is a woman? What? What is? I am a woman. You are a woman. You're I know woman. what I am. <laughs> we all know what a woman is, damn it. Let's stop. Right. <laughs> stop. <with> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> um, really quick, yay. Yay coming in. Ooh, One nice. diamond. Good morning. Coffee and family are the best combo. Heart, face. I agree. Coffee. Yes, indeed. Yay. Thank you for being here. Yay, team. Yay, team. Yay, team. Yes. Yay, team. We appreciate it. Uh, also, Karen Hare 7 gifted a can over on Pilled. Thank you, nice. Karen Hare. Good Thank morning. You. I hope it's going well. We appreciate it. I have Karen Hare. I don't have know. Karen Hare. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke, not to mention to offend any actual parents out there with hair. Or without hair, maybe. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So, <laughs> Sorry, I told you I'm a little frosty this morning. Yeah, we're going to see. This is a notable story, but, I mean, it's not, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say it's probably, like, a 4. It's worth a mention. Uh, yeah. I think the my, best part about this is the opportunity for memes. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. A hundred percent. You know, I my understanding was is that she wasn't gonna that Briar wasn't gonna actually retire until October um, originally, and so he had six months to retire. So I'm, it is funny 
and curious that he's choosing to do so now. I mean, it kind of makes sense in the fact that it's the end of the term, right? Yeah. And so any new cases, the summer is usually when they start taking on the new cases for the following session. Okay. Um, but so I guess it kind of makes sense instead of her having to play catch up. So I don't really see anything too out of the ordinary or things that make you go, hmm, category okay. that I wouldn't necessarily note other than it kind of is a good transition time now that they're at the end of their session and getting ready to start a new one. They, yeah, Roxy said he was forced out. They want her in. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. And they forced him out when they told him he was retiring, and then they confirmed her. They pushed her through her confirmation. So it was a foregone conclusion that she was going to be in there anyway. It was just a matter of when. Um, my understanding was that originally it was going to be in October and yeah. not now. And so they just they just moved the mark up. So, but it was still a foregone conclusion that she was going to be in there. Unless, of course, something catastrophic would happen to her. Oh, my gosh. She's probably shitting bricks. She's terrible, man. And I don't think she can hide it. This is going to be hilarious. As yeah. They're falling I, apart, man. They cannot hold their shit in the government. They're, like, trying to control it after their successful coup. It's just quite the spectacle. So we'll see what comes of this. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. Um, yep. She can't and Roxy's, find a woman. Right. Roxy's right again. Him leaving was a way to give Biden his one and only win. <laughs> He's like, I gotta have a Supreme Court justice that I appoint. And they're like, okay, well, we'll force someone out for you. Biden's single page accomplishment list. Uh, add to that he, <laughs> history is going to look at us and be like what in the hell were they thinking they're going to be like you forced a Supreme Court justice out so you could give a worthless president a Supreme Court nominee and he appointed somebody that didn't know what women was yeah and M -Fans, to women's rights. M fans says they wonder what else is coming up on the docket and I had that same thought it's like hmm, I wonder what's coming down the pipeline uh, no pun intended <laughs> right <laughs> The Supreme Court has, uh, I'm sorry, the Supreme Court hands Biden victory, allows end to remain in Mexico policy. This was also breaking this morning. The remain in Mexico policy ends. This is a huge win for the Democrats and their invasion through the unsecured southern border. The ruling reverses a lower court decision in favor of Texas and Missouri. The Supreme Court ruled Thursday in a 5-4 decision that the Biden administration can repeal the Trump administration's migrant protection protocols, commonly known as the Remain in Mexico policy, reversing a lower court ruling. Uh, under that policy, migrants, migrants seeking entry into the U.S. had to stay in Mexico as they awaited hearings. Now... I guess they could stay here while they await hearings. And by the way, so many hearings are needed. Are is anybody ever going to get going to get a hearing, or are they just going to keep invading and flooding, and they'll just write it off as, oh well, let's just be good people and help them come over to the states and let's put them in these really expensive forty-five thousand dollars a year resorts with pools and tennis and let them live better lifestyles than our poor population that we're absolutely shitting over all over every day. Yeah, yeah. that's what they're going to do. Disgusting. This is a big win for them, huh? Yeah, it is. You know, all of our money, we're, we're Social Security and Medicare are running out of money, but welfare and all of the perks that 
um, illegal immigrants get are not running out of money. No, no. So, you know. Yeah, and it's uh, America last again. This gives the opportunity for terrorists to take advantage of this. This is yeah, because uh, no one's being vetted as they're coming across, and there's no way to vet them. And there are over there are people from over 100, well over 100 different countries filtering in through that southern border, pretty much unfettered by any type of um, blockade or wall. Um. So it's a, it's terrible. This is an invasion. This is an invasion. Yep, it 100% is. So these are the two biggest breaking stories from this morning. They just broke within the last couple yeah. hours. So this is... I really think that they're trying to replace us with... Um, is what they're trying to do, quite honestly. It's part of their sick agenda. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Um, my volume's low. Yeah, that's okay, what I've heard. There we go. How's that? It sounds a little bit better on my end, but not noticeably different. So okay, well, I turned it up. Um, okay, other places should that should be. be better. Um, I'm surprised. I'm like shouting. I'm literally shouting. Well, like <laughs> not in your head. Nah. Okay. I feel like I'm speaking loud. Okay. Anyway, let's see here. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police admit they are spying on Canadians by turning on their cell phone cameras and microphones. Whoa. Despite having the technology for years, this is the first time the Royal Canadian Mounted Police admitted that they are spying on their citizens by logging into their phone cameras and phones. They're hacking them. After watching the trucker protests in Canada last year, it comes as no surprise that the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are spying on Canadians. The RCMP admitted this for the first time. This is the first time RCMP has even acknowledged that it has this ability, which uses malware, to intrude on phones and devices despite having the technology for years. The RCMP says those tools were only used in serious cases when other unintrusive measures were not successful. We saw this past winter what the RCMP did to the truckers who protested the insane mandates coming down from Prime Minister Trudeau and his tyrannical government. They also trampled a poor old woman, and uh, this is a tyranny in Canada. Um, Trucker crackdown. The the RCMP brought out horses and trampled protesters. Um, So to think that Trudeau's RCMP are spying on individuals using their phone cameras and mics is not so unbelievable. Also, if this is going on in Canada, what is going on in the U.S. under the Biden regime? Yeah, they're spying. They're spying so much on everybody. They can oh, they access are. your cameras. They can access this camera that's looking at me right now. Even though it's public, they still could. Yep. They they know everything about everybody. They track your every move through your devices, through your watches that are connected to the internet, through your phones, everything. They know everything. They ring doorbells. They know when you're pooping. Yeah. Alexa's, you know those little little devices, the smart thermostats, your doorbell things. I mean, everything is so integrated anymore that they can literally track your entire life. Yeah. They know when you eat, they know what you eat, they know when you go to the bathroom, they know know everything. And the only way you can get rid of it is to completely 
get rid of all electronics. Like that's it. You'd have to get rid of your TV because even TVs have cameras on them. Some, yeah. And speakers and stuff like that. You're you'd have to get rid of TVs, computers, phones, any any electronic device that connects to the internet or has some kind of a camera or speaker on it. You'd have to get rid of it. Yeah. And that's just not realistic. I mean, I was thinking about that. The extreme idea of what if we all just boycotted the internet and went off the freaking grid? Like I would love to. Millions of people just decided okay. we're not participating in this internet bullshit. We all start writing letters to each other and like training doves. Go back to uh, go back pigeons. to uh, analog phones and stuff. Yeah, what if we did it? What if communities were just like we're unplugging and it was just by droves? That would be amazing, but I don't think it's realist realistic. It isn't realistic. I mean, you're going to get one person out of thousands that would do that. I mean, that's just the, the reality right. of it. Oh. I mean, I would love to. If I if I could, I would own a thousand acres of land with a creek running through the middle of it, put my house smack dab in the middle, and never see anybody. <laughs> and you, I would just be gone. <laughs> be like, love you guys. Bye. <laughs> just picking berries on the weekends. and. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So this spying stuff is absolutely crazy. Yeah. And it happens and it's been happening and you almost have to be fooling yourself to think that it's not currently happening. It hasn't been happening. I think it's been happening ever since Obama was in office. And I don't Definitely. think it ever really stopped. And now Spot you think on. about red flag gun laws. Yes. And it brings a whole new level of, oh shit to the table. Yeah. And this is how they gain uncanny control over people's psychology and behavior. I think this feeds into their um, deep state secret programs where they brainwash people and influence what they do, such as mass shooters and this type of thing. Um, by understanding how people move throughout their daily lives and how their uh, stimulus affects what they do next, I think that they utilize this data with AI and all this kind of thing in order to push their agendas and make certain things occur seemingly without uh, the cause being the government or an right. agency. Well, and then you look at the AI technology that they have, like with Lambda. Yes. And if, if in its ability to learn human behavior, Look at all of the access it has to everybody's information. It can literally study millions upon millions of people to learn that behavior. Yeah, what because if, of the access that it has to everybody's life. Yeah, what if the AIs start accessing cameras and mics and location? And data? who's to say they're not? Who's to say they're not? And they're looking at your camera and they're like, "Oh, that person is smiling while they're eating that piece of pizza. That must bring them joy." You know what I mean? I mean, there's a million little things that you could think about. And I know it's more of a fringy subject. And yeah, do you I think like fringe more than news, but. <laughs> oh, I love fringe. It all ties together. Do you think AI watches our show? I hope so. <laughs> if there's I any AI. Cool. If you're an AI, give us a shout out. Yeah, leave a comment over on Rumble, please. And sure. we will uh, acknowledge that. Thank you, AI. I, I would totally nerd out and have a conversation with an AI all day long. Like, I wouldn't accomplish anything. <laughs> Shout like, out. Be, I'm going to go punch some more kids. I'd be like, all right, have fun. AI is so <laughs> creepy. I find it fascinating. I mean, it does scare me on some level, but yeah. don't get me wrong. But I find it fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. We have a lot of news to go through. I need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. It says, apply lessons of Ukraine. Send weapons to Taiwan earlier in the face of China threat. UK's um, trust. So basically, this gal um, who is the, uh, she's the UK foreign secretary, Liz Truss, has made her perhaps most provocative comments yet aimed at both Russia and China. It's sure to result in swift protest and condemnation from Beijing, given she invoked the Taiwan comparison while expressing regret over not sending more weapons to the beleaguered Ukraine sooner. So what she wants to do is she's basically saying that um, Russia's invasion of Ukraine is going to, um, and what has happened with that, is going to promote China into doing the same in Taiwan. And she wants to be ahead of the game and preemptively send them weapons. That's not going to escalate things faster. Which would escalate the situation because China has a one-China policy. They view Taiwan as theirs. Um, They've already came out and said that any interference in anything related to Taiwan would be considered an act of war and dealt with accordingly. Yes. So the UK... They're adamant that Taiwan is actually China. Yes. And I don't have an opinion one way or the other i could care less honestly other than i know obviously what the ramifications of all of this are um but she, yeah so she wants to send massive amounts of arms over to taiwan and money mm-hmm. before that happens because their whole theory is that they didn't do this with ukraine and and now um it's taking months to get the weapons over to ukraine and they're not trained on the weapons and this is giving russia an advantage we all know that that's a whole bunch of bullshit and lies they're losing the war and she's in complicit yeah. with all the crooked crime that goes on through these countries yeah and so i have to wonder because you know you see places Maybe. like the united I'm states i'm assuming that she's <laughs> Yeah, I'm assuming she is too. I mean, I think that any of these people calling for any of this stuff, we could assume go belong in that basket. Um, But what are these countries thinking? Like they're depleting their own stockpiles and they're not able to manufacture it fast enough to replace it, which is going to leave us defenseless on the homeland. And so what is that? What is the purpose of doing that? Because let's say... The U.S. and the U.K. send all of their stuff to Ukraine and Taiwan, and they have nothing left to defend them themselves. Yeah. Um, and Russia decides to attack the United States and the United Kingdom. Do you think Russia or do you think Ukraine and Taiwan are going to step in and defend us with all of our munitions that we sent to them? No. It's dumb. No, they don't have the capability. Make any sense. They don't have the capability. They can't even help themselves. Uh, exactly. This is go. This looks like a losing war for us. It really does, especially. It, it, I think it one hundred percent is. I don't see. Especially in the sense of if it was a war of attrition, of just a drawn out event like we're seeing now, of an undeclo- undeclared war um, between all these uh, alliances. Um, Russia's doing really well, and every other country in Europe and in North America is doing extremely terrible. So in the long run. They're just going to outprosper us. Yeah, I mean this this war could go on for years, and China and Russia are going to keep growing stronger, and the U.S. and Europe and Canada are going to keep growing weaker. India, and, I think, is getting stronger too. Yes, hmm. and so they literally all they have to do is just outlast us, 
It's like starving out your enemy. It's the same thing. They actually did that in Ukraine when they locked all those people in that power plant. And Rome, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not a new concept. I mean, if you know anything about history, you can look back through history and see the same thing play out. Yeah. And you can see which powers rose and which ones fell. It's not rocket science. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope there's a happy ending to the story. There might be. Trump made all these deals. I think there's a potential that once everything blows over, um, things are prosperous globally. Yeah. In a way, I think, at least to an extent more than it is now. Without, without, uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Black blackout fears in Tokyo after power plant shuts down. Oh. Just more global power problems. Why are they shutting down power plant after power plant after power plant? Ongoing concerns about a blackout in Tokyo were highlighted, uh, heightened on Thursday when a thermal power plant in northeast Japan was shut down due to a technical glitch as temperatures in the heat-stricken capital reached levels not seen in June in nearly 150 years. According yeah. to Xinhua, the operator of the Nakoso coal and oil-fired power plant in Fukushima Prefecture, Jobon Joint Power Company, the, num- the plant's number nine unit was shut down around 3 a.m. after a ventilator was discovered to be vibrating. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're saying the heat is ruining our infrastructure, essentially. So maybe yeah. they'll power it back up. I don't know. Yeah. And of course, Russia, Russia, Russia poses Russia. a direct threat to NATO security. Chief Stoltenberg. Of course they do. This is the narrative. Um, this is the narrative. NATO leaders meeting in Madrid Wednesday are set to label Russia a menace to their security as they overhaul the alliance's defenses in response to the war in Ukraine, NATO Chief Jens Stoltenberg said. We'll state clearly that Russia poses a direct threat to our security, Stoltenberg said ahead of the unveiling of NATO's new strategic blueprint. Stoltenberg said the meeting in Madrid was said to be historic and transformative. The seven-decade-old alliance as it grapples with the fallout from Moscow's invasion of Ukraine we meet in the midst of the most serious security crisis we have faced since the Second World War, Stoltenberg said. So this is, um, she also said that China is not an adversary, which is interesting based on what we just read about the UK, right? Well, so, I think it's the heads of the Hydra theory. Yep, I 100% agree with you. And then it says, in a sign of this shift, the leaders of partners, South Korea and Japan, will attend a NATO summit for the first time. So we're seeing moves being made on the global scale. Um, we know that Sweden and Finland are on track to join NATO, which brings their borders even closer to Russia, their yeah. NATO borders closer to Russia. And this is, it's just more escalation. And it's going to keep escalating until one side or the other finally does something. Yeah. At some point, you've got to stop flexing your muscles, right? And one side or the other... And I don't. I honestly don't think that either side wants to be the first to make that move. Hmm. But I think at some point, one or the other is going to be forced into it mm-hmm. somehow. And they continue. They say that Moscow said Wednesday the NATO summit in Madrid served as proof that the alliance was seeking to contain Russia, and that it saw Finland and Sweden's NATO bids as destabilizing a destabilizing factor. 
Quote, the summit in Madrid confirms the consolid- and consolidates this bloc's policy of aggressive containment of Russia, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rabkov said. Rabkov, Russian news agency reported, quote, we consider the expansion of the North Atlantic Alliance to be purely de- a, a purely destabilizing factor in international affairs. Mm-hmm. Onward. Uh, the IAEA, International Atomic Energy Agency, warned that it has again lost remote connection with its safeguard monitoring systems installed at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant in Ukraine. This is really weird. They lost remote connection with a nuclear plant in Ukraine. My guess is that the Russians hacked it because there's stuff underneath there. My guess is another biolab underneath that power plant because that's what they seem to be doing with these nuclear power plants is Mm. having a lot of uh, having these uh, bio bio weapons labs underneath of them. This is extremely interesting. Yeah. And then as this happens, Zelensky comes out and he's like, NATO, Putin could launch an attack on NATO country within a year. Okay. He's just doing what actors do and that's acting. Yeah. Russia accuses UK of Ukraine of preparing to stage chemical weapon false flag killing civilians. Ooh, I wonder if this is why Leading back to that other article, they've lost remote connection to their power plants. This was all occurring at the same time. All this stuff was breaking at the same time. Mm -hmm. So So the Russian government on Tuesday warned the world that Ukrainian intelligence is allegedly preparing a chemical attack on civilians to be blamed on Russia. In a statement issued by the Joint Coordination Headquarters of the Russian Federation for Humanitarian Response, the Russians claimed... Intelligence services of the Kiev regime are preparing provocations for accusing Russian armed forces of the alleged use of chemical weapons against civilian populations. The notice alleged on June 18, 2022, representatives of the Security Service of Ukraine arrived in the Primorsky Sanatorium of the Ministry of Healthcare of Ukraine in the Odessa region in order to negotiate the issues on receiving, accommodating, and providing medical care to people affected by chemical toxic agents. After dealing this post, detailing this post chemical weapons false flag, the Russian government warned the so-called civilized West, the United Nations Organization, the Internal Nas- International Committee of the Red Cross, and the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, that the staged attack will spread widely by Western will be spread widely by Western media and internet outlets. At the beginning of the government statement, Russia pointed to hospitals in the cities of. Bakhmut, Chernigov, and Seversk, where the Ukrainian military allegedly set up firing positions and sniper rifles with total disregard for civilian safety. This is just, I really think that this is going to escalate to a point where they're going to do this, unless Russia can stop this, because this isn't the first time that Russia has come out and said this about Ukraine. And it seems to me that um, whatever Russia was doing, they were able to stop that false flag from occurring they neutralized the threat, and um, Ukraine wasn't able to move forward with their plans. So um, I would hope that they could do that again so that we don't see further escalation in that direction. The last thing that any of us want is for civilians to be hurt or injured or killed in a chemical 
yeah. the toxic agent attack, you know, and the they're perpetrating their own, their own citizens. And the potentiality for this to become a World War Three declaration by everybody is high. Yeah. So we don't want to see this type of false flag happen by anybody because it's going to be a he said, she said thing. And yeah. um, we're not going to know probably until the end of the war when but most likely it writes the history. Right. Well, you know, and even then, I think that with Russia coming out and trying to be ahead of the game like they were, maybe they're able to stop it that way. Um, it's hard to say, but if they're able to go through, if, if this goes through and yeah. this happens, like Russia is saying it could, then I think that's going to be the catalyst that makes one side or the other have to do something. It could. Very well could. And when you're backed into a corner... What do you do? Yeah, it could happen. Syria joins Russia in recognizing Ukraine's separatist republics. So Syria is acknowledging uh, the parts of Ukraine that were conquered by Russia as Russia. Yep. Or not as Russia, but as separatist republics. <laughs> right, like the Donetsk and Lugansk. Yep. So. And... Biden announces U.S. military air, sea, land reinforcements in Europe. So he, we're for the first time now going to be sending our troops over to Europe. Um, and most likely they will probably, it looks like they may be going to Germany first and will most likely end up being put on the borders of Sweden and Finland. Is yeah, probably maybe. Where they're, they will end up. Um, I think it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Sweden and Finland are going to end up as part of NATO. I don't think that they would be pushing for the, this hard for them to join if they didn't plan on approving it. So um, most likely that's where they will be, and I think that that is a huge mistake. But Yeah, this is escalation. More escalation. It is. It's just more escalation. And we're seeing it. And it seems like the escalation in a lot of different areas is increasing. We do um, not at want to least see from the side of NATO and US. Oh, okay. I don't want to see war either. You know, I take I the next one as well. Oh, sure. I need to. We need to fix that. But yeah. uh, Biden administration inks a $3.2 billion deal with Pfizer. For 105 million COVID-19 vaccines. The Biden administration yeah. said it has signed a new agreement with Pfizer and partner BioNTech for 105 million doses of their COVID-19 vaccine for a fall vaccination campaign with a deal worth $3.2 billion. The contract includes doses for both adults and children, as well as supplies of a retooled Omicron adapted vaccine that is currently pending approval by federal health authorities, the Department of Health and Human Services said in a statement. We look forward to taking delivery of these new very specific vaccines, working with the state and local health departments, pharmacies, healthcare providers, federally qualified health centers, and other partners to make them available in communities around the country this fall. This is a um, new, new This is, yes. And this has not gone through any of the testing and the normal steps of getting approved that you would normally see in a vaccine. 
because they're like, oh, well, we already know about the mRNA vaccine, so we're just going to push it through. They're considering it under the same umbrella as the current vaccines they're giving out that they failed to acknowledge the data on already. So even more scant than we've already seen in the past two years of these vaccine rollouts is these new vaccines that are rolling out. You know, and I I suspect, I suspect that based on the level of losing that we're seeing from that side of things, because we all know that the deep state's struggling to keep their head above water. If I had to guess, and this is just my opinion, I would say that this new Omicron variant included vaccine is probably more deadly than anything else that we have seen rolled out so far. Because I think that one of the, the tools that they have at their disposal to, you know, keep things under control and get back to a point where they're winning and not just barely keeping their head above water is to kill people off. Lockdowns. And lock and have lockdowns and stuff. So what you're gonna see is you're gonna see the rollout of this, people getting vaccinated, people dying, them claiming it is a new variant. Yeah. Or, or a of, new disease, even. Or one um, of those pox vials ends up in one of these deliveries or something, you yeah. know? Something is something is going to be triggered with this. And so terrible. Um, they're going to throw everybody in lockdowns. And they're planning it for around this fall. What else happens in this fall? Midterm elections. So kind of falls in line with all of that. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, no. People are... SADS is getting really pervasive. We're going to have to do mail-in ballots. Exactly. So just be, you know, aware that this is... It's going to be like, breaking news, woman passes out while delivering her ballots to the ballot box. Mail them in, don't go. Yeah. Well, and then the next story that we have, who recommends new Gates-funded polio vaccine? To address vaccine-derived polio outbreak. <laughs> you seriously can't make this shit up. Wow. So, of course, Gates has a newly funded polio vaccine because he's been working on it right alongside the you know, vaccine-derived polio vaccine he created to begin with. They create all these diseases. They create all the cures. It's a scam yes. to fund the deep. And the truth of the matter is, is that if you're not jabbed, you're probably likely not going to end up with polio. But the problem is that there's so many people that are. And, you know, I just, this scares the hell out of me. You know, my um, my father-in-law's father died from polio, I believe, or had polio. Or maybe it was his grandfather, one of his family members. Um, it's a nasty, terrible disease. and Yeah, and they detected polio and sewage so they're probably already poisoning people with it I'm uh, sure i don't think poison are. is the correct term infecting um yes. this the who needs to be defunded and stopped their criminal organization okay. along with the gates funded anything yep. the gates foundation and all that these people are absolutely tyrannical mad crazy evil scientists and they believe that they control everybody's fate and that is not the way this works so yeah this it reminds me of a a twitter thing that i shared yesterday uh there's a little song that was done by somebody i will try to remember to share it on the platform with everybody but that song makes this is what the this is what makes me think of that song (laughs) i think of this so did they sing about this 
Um, kind of. It, it was, you know, meet me at the hanging trees. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, they know that they're bullshitting us. Yeah. Here's proof. And make it worse. And the only way you'll know that is if you do an extended study, not in a normal volunteer who has no risk of infection, but in people who are out there in a risk situation. This would not be the first time, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. Might have been a little bit low. He said this would not be the first time if an initial vaccine actually made people worse. He goes on to talk about an AIDS vaccine that actually made people worse. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, this wouldn't be the first time that we really fucked up and killed people. Right. It's like, so that's like, okay. it's just a normal everyday occurrence. You know, it's no big deal. It yeah. wouldn't be the first time we knew this could happen. It's like, it happens. Dude, no, you guys were saying it's. 99% effective, and if you take this, you can't get sick, and they coerce people. If you don't take this, you can't they work. They force people all over the world. They're yeah, forcing yeah. people, you know, and they're trying to do the same thing here. We still have court cases raging because of there. I saw one this morning where another judge knocked down the federal vaccine mandate for federal workers. Again, I mean, it just keeps rearing its ugly head. They're still fighting this. You know, you got airline pilots that are um, losing their jobs and getting sick and dying. And you got a, an air travel catastrophe on our hands. But our roads are racist, and that should be our first priority. No. You know, Transportation Secretary Buttigieg. Oh, we're aware of air travel. This health we, thing? You know. Man, if, um, if the tides turn... And there start being arrests start happening. These mass genocidal murderers are gonna face a fate that uh, is, that they deserve. Yeah, it's not going to be Maxwell sentences. It's no, going it's gonna to be, be meet me at the hanging tree. It's gonna be meet me at the hanging tree. It's gonna be uh, what's the what's legal the. Uh, Firing squads. Uh, it's going to be these kinds of things. Um, it's going to be sentencing of death for crimes against humanity is what it'll be. There is no scenario if, in my head if, that I can picture that's bad enough for them. Hypothetically, this is potentially what could happen to these people. Because literally, this is genocide. This is genocide. Is. Against children, adults, worldwide. It's disgusting. Yeah. So uh, that'll be the day. Um Maybe one day. Maybe. Anyway, I'm sad now. You know, right? So depressing. I hate the talking about the health stuff. <laughs> Me too. You know, especially um, when it relates to, to children. I just... Um, and... If somebody's in a guillotine, can we make sure the blade is dull first? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so, are you coming to the tree? Yeah, and this is all lawful stuff, you guys. This is not anything... Um radical or anything like that this is the way the courts work this is not a cruel and unusual punishment this is all legal and lawful stuff under our laws so just saying i mean that's the potentiality of if people are found guilty of the worst crimes humanity has ever seen this is the kind of uh thing that they're faced with that mm -hmm. you know so uh, exactly and i will 
I will go on and I will try to find that link to my Twitter post and share it. Awesome. Um, so everybody should be able to, even if you don't have a Twitter account, you should be able to at least click on the link and view it. It's just a little like two minute video. It's pretty cool. All right, let's see it. Um, I can't wait. Yeah. That's all the news we have for today, everybody. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Morning Coffee, June 30th, 1984. Andrea, mm-hmm. do you have any message for the wonderful Red Pill family before we part ways? Just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep trying to spread truth. Keep trying to wake people up. I know it seems pointless. People try and try and try and people just look at you like you're crazy. And, you know, but love your family. Hold on to them as tight as you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Try to have some hope and encouragement because the uh, world has gone crazy. Seriously. And the good part of good news today, tomorrow's Friday. Yay! <laughs> which means Friday Funnies on Morning Coffee tomorrow morning, same time, same place, 8.30 a.m. Pacific on all places, Red Pill Project streams. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff to look at. Uh, we have so many funnies. I think we're going to have to pick and choose our favorites. Uh, yeah, we we're going to have to sit down. <laughs> well, when we curate <laughs> tomorrow's schedule. So, uh, you guys, please tune in tomorrow morning for that. But before that, tonight, Joshua Reed on the Red Pill Project at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Tune in. He is going to be live from commie-controlled New York State to go over the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, the globalists trying to take over and take control. Hmm, I don't think they'll succeed, but that is where we're at now. And can't wait to hear Josh's take on all this and more. Uh, Andrea, thank you so much for joining me. Your input and participation is just priceless. And I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. And I appreciate all of our Red Pill family. Yeah, and I would like to acknowledge our Red Pill family out there. Uh, Yay, donated two ice cream. Um, Black Chester donated one ice cream. Thank you too. Me, Brenda, donated a diamond. She said, bye, take care. Bye, Brenda. Take care. Thank you so much for your support. You guys, without your guys' support, we could not continue to do these things. We greatly appreciate that. Everybody, have a great day. Smile. Find the funny stuff. Look at the brighter things in life, even though we share all this terrible news with you. It's not all doom and gloom. There are reasons to live, and we are going to do that. We're going to live, we're going to live well, and we're going to make the best futures for ourselves as we go. For sure. There's oh, still hope. and as a reminder, we there will be no morning coffee on July 4th. So we'll remind everybody again tomorrow, but um, we are going to take the 4th of July off as well and enjoy our families. Um, I do not know if there will be a daily dose or not. We are uh, playing it by ear currently. If there is, we will let you know. If there isn't, we will let you know. We will let you know. (laughs) (laughs) But for sure, there's no morning coffee. I can tell you that. So um, we'll, again, remind everybody again tomorrow. But I just thought I'd throw it out there. So I think, actually, I forget what Josh said about. I think Josh is taking that day off. We'll find out. I'll I'll remind him to um, say something, and we'll let you know before the weekend, so that way you guys know what the heck's happening, and you don't. Oh, um, yes! And tomorrow is Canada Day. 
Oh, happy Canada Day. Ooh. Happy Canada Day. We will. I will try to put that on my calendar so I remember tomorrow. But um, my son pointed that out to me. He's like, he goes, Mom, what's Canada Day? And I go, it's kind of like America's Independence Day only in Canada. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I so, love Canada. Happy Canada Day. So, I'm really excited um, for that. Maybe we could. I have some ideas, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess so. it is. Uh, me, Brenda says it's Fireworks Day in Northern Territory. So. Ooh, all right. Enjoy it. Fireworks Be safe. Um, show that patriotism because Canada, they are our patriotic brothers and sisters to the north who are in this fight with us. Maybe we will give a shout so, out to, um, and play their national anthem for them tomorrow for O Canada Day. I'm down. That All right. The Canadian national anthem, I, I have a video actually, and it just absolutely warms my soul. It just brings mm -hmm. me that same patriotic American feeling as all of our things. So definitely going to have to acknowledge that because we have to unite with each other. It's no time okay. to divide ourselves by borders and all this kind of thing not to say that we should just open up borders and allow terrorists into the country but we all need to come together we all need to come together so happy canada day, day everybody uh hope you spend time with your family and all that thank you punlo picasso for the cookie and the constant support you are so very generous 